Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty. I'm broadcasting this afternoon from Southern Bank Corp Studio. I've got Luke Johnson and Michael Mergens on the road. They're at Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Only fitting that the last Eagle Hour broadcast, live broadcast, on the road broadcast, I should say, uh, for this year would be at Ramey Motors. Great friends of ours, great supporters of our show, and a great place to uh, to spend this Thursday before Christmas. Opening segment of the show is sponsored every day by Dickie's Barbecue Pit and is today. It's a great place to take a break, maybe from uh, Christmas meals after the weekend. Uh, Dickie's is uh, serving up delicious food seven days a week, and they'll be happy to serve you. I'm in the Southern Bank Corps studio the guys are at the Ramey Motors in Purvis, and uh, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, I tell you what, Luke, uh, a lot of big news right now. Big, big basketball game tonight for the Golden Eagles. Been a long time since I think it's fair to say a, a game of such national interest, and uh, and a big recruiting day. Anything uh, changed uh, since the report yesterday on the signing class? Well, good afternoon, Bob. Yeah, Michael and I are sitting here, and if you hear some noise, they're actually moving some corn behind us. Uh, lots of new stuff in the last couple months here at Ramy Motors. We'll be talking uh, to Tony Purvis and Dakota Baker later. Yeah, the, the day kind of finished right where uh, where it was when we went off the air yesterday. Just to kind of recap, Southern Miss uh, gets 23 new Golden Eagles yesterday, 14 of those, so a little more than half the class, high school signees, three were junior college, six from the portal. And when you break it down, four quarterbacks, one of those, uh, Gonzalez kid from Texas, listed also as an athlete. I think he may, possibility he may move to a receiver, but but uh, four quarterbacks, Edwards from Houston, Wiles from Clemson, and then uh, Crawford, a freshman from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and, and Gonzalez. One running back, he is an Oak Grove warrior, uh, J.Q. Gray, uh, three wide receivers, one tight end. And then really the, the talking point yesterday, Bob, four offensive linemen, one of those coming in from the portal, um, Cavazas up from uh, from Mississippi State. So 13 offensive players, eight on defense, two defensive linemen, four linebackers, two defensive backs, one deep snapper, and uh, and one kicker. So uh, basically half of these kids, for the most part, from the state of Mississippi. So Will Hall staying true to his uh, his recruiting philosophy. From all accounts, um, a great recruiting class for Golden Eagles. Heath told us yesterday that it was at the second uh, ranked class in the Sun Belt so far. All right, and a lot of new quarterback faces. So, uh, obviously, uh, there'll be a lot of intrigue uh, surrounding the team 
uh, this fall when it comes to the quarterback one, position. One more thing about that, Bob, we should note. After we went off yesterday, Trey Lowe uh, is announced he has entered the transfer portal. So, uh, so Trey Lowe, uh, who came to Southern Miss three years ago from West Virginia, will now be uh, spending his last year of eligibility somewhere else. And uh, we'll talk about him later on. But, but a great job by him being a complete team player, coming in late this season and, and getting big wins for the Golden Eagles. Trey Lowe in the, in the transfer portal. Hmm. And that is interesting news. And uh, we, we could talk a little bit more about that uh, later. All right, later in the show, John Sandler is going to be joining us. He is the play-by-play voice of the UNLV Running Rebels basketball team. Ten and one face the Golden Eagles tonight. The, the Eagles are out in Las Vegas. Should point out to you that that game will be available for you tonight at 4th Street Bar and Grill if you want to check it out. It's on a rather obscure network. Uh, where where is it, Luke? And uh, I know that most people will be able West, to find it. Yes, the Mountain West uh, TV um, networks. You have to have a, a subscription, but Four Street um, has that. So uh, some people, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting, you know, if that's taking place. I'll do some more research, uh, but I think that's pretty much the only place you can get it. But it will be on Four Street tonight. All right, UNLV ten and one, Southern Miss eleven and one. Fair to say, it's been a long time. Since uh, Golden Eagle basketball has been involved in a game that I think has this degree of national entry, it really does. Uh, this game right now is uh, between two teams with a combined record of of twenty one and two. Interesting uh, when you start peeling back some of the layers. Southern Miss three and one on the road at UNLV, five and one at home. They just lost their first game, uh, you know, over the weekend to to San Francisco. They they match up really really well. Southern Miss averaging a little over 80 points a game. UNLV averaging uh, right at 79 points a game. Both teams uh, shooting right at 47% um, from the field. Southern Miss at 48, UNLV at 46. Uh, Golden Eagles out-rebounding um, the, the running ribs, uh, 38 to, to 35. One, one I did look up was the turnover uh, you know, difference with UNLV. They're basically turning the ball over as much as they're forcing turnovers, right at 11 points a game. I think that could play into tonight. Uh, they're going to get, and, and John will talk about this later when we talk to him, but they get a lot of play from their guards, whereas the leading scorer for the Golden Eagles um, is, is Hase uh, down low. Of course, he can shoot from the outside. So it'll be an interesting matchup tonight. Golden Eagles uh, right now an eight-and-a-half point favorite, or eight-and-a-half point underdog, I should say. But ranked higher than UNLV. Yeah, when you look at the net rankings, um, Southern Miss had moved up a couple spots, and UNLV actually moved up. I think it was four spots from yesterday. Yeah, they were 61, but they're at 57 um, right now. Southern Miss moving up a spot. They're 22 in the net rankings. So, uh, you know, both of these teams in the long run, both this this game helps both teams in the net ranking. But, man, how, how amazing would it be if Southern Miss were to win yeah. out west tonight, you know, in, in Las Vegas? And we'll be talking more about UNLV a little later. A few minutes left uh, in the opening segment, Luke. You never know what's going to happen tonight. You never know what's going to happen in sports. Never a better example than the New Orleans uh, Oriole Carriers Bowl last night where what we thought was clearly the second-best team uh, in the Sun Belt uh, gets schooled last night by Western Kentucky. They really did. I was surprised. I was I was uh, doing some schoolwork and didn't watch the first quarter and turned it on mid-second quarter and then uh, saw South Alabama respond, um, I think, to, to make it like 24-3. to um, And then right before the half, uh, Western Kentucky drove down and just systematically, um, 
you know, threw a t- got a touchdown pass, got a untimed uh, play at the end of the first half. I was really surprised at the at the bust, the defensive bust that South uh, Alabama had. Really uncharacteristic of you know a defense. Um, like theirs, but yeah, Austin Reed from Western Kentucky, who's kind of a portal story. Uh, he, I believe he was at a D2 school. Went 36 of 55 last night for 497, four touchdowns. The Hilltoppers beat South Alabama 44 to 23. That's the first loss for the Sun Belt, now 3 and 1 in bowl season. Yeah, and I think maybe one of the biggest surprises, irregardless of how it plays out, I think that will go down as one of the biggest surprises uh, in Sun Belt bowl action this year. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, Western Kentucky had won eight games. Um, I was kind of surprised, not just with their offense, but but their defense. I mean, they gave up only gave up twenty three points. Uh, I think a, f- a few of those uh, were late third quarter and in the fourth quarter. But um, you know, South Al outscored them twenty to to thirteen in the second half. But I mean, the first half, South Alabama couldn't do anything at all. And again. Uh, some of the replays, uh, you know, they'd score a touchdown and then they would go back and break uh, break the play down. Just some bust. There was a lot of times that uh, the defensive secondary for the for the Jaguars looking over at the sideline trying to figure out what coverage, and then the Hilltopper wide receivers just ran past them. So yeah. um, you still look at you know what South Alabama did: ten wins on the year and and uh, Kane Womack's second year. So impressive uh, for them. And and right now, I mean, I said it yesterday. Um, you didn't hear me say this, but. But now's the time. I mean, uh, you, you get to finally cheer <laughs> for other Sun Belt teams, you know, in right. in the bowl season. And so uh, I think there's what two or three, two or three Sun Belt games left. I'll have that for you a little later. But yeah, fun time of the year to to cheer for your conference mates. All right. Clearly, we're coming to the end of the year. We're going to look back uh, next week at uh, the big sports stories in Mississippi, and of course at Southern Miss. Rick Cleveland. Uh, confirmed right before we came on the air. He's going to join us next Thursday, the Dean of Mississippi Sports Writers, and give us his view on what were the biggest sports stories, not only in Mississippi in 2022, but at Southern Miss. And if I were going to venture a guess right now, Luke Johnson, I would say clearly the biggest sports story uh, at Southern Miss 2022 was baseball, winning the regional uh, and dramatic style against LSU and then hosting the Super Regional. Yeah, the fact that you're one of eight teams that hosted a Super Regional um, and, and it didn't go the way we wanted to um, at, at all. But at the same time, I mean, you, you defeat LSU and everybody remembers the iconic picture of, of our baseball players, you know, out there in the right field roost and, and sitting on the fence. But yeah, and, you know, you can look at. There may be some other stories that may not stand out as much, but but Jenny Hazelwood getting to a uh, you know Final Four in uh, in her first year of, of a of a postseason tournament. I think Will Hall uh, being able to get seven wins and a bowl win is, is big too. And then what we're talking about today, I mean this eleven win Jay Ladner team coming uh, you know starting eleven and one, and Caleb Hamill, our good friend Caleb Hamill. Is uh, never mind. Scrap that. I will. I'll tell you that on the flip side of the break. I, I think maybe we're trying to look into where people can watch the game tonight. Certainly, we'll be on on uh, Fourth Street in Hayesburg, Bob. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Purvis is uh, going to join us down at uh, Ramey Motors in Purvis. Can't wait to hear from him. Back in just a minute.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Last uh, edition of the show prior to Christmas, we will be running a... uh, well, we'll be running Christmas music on Friday. Am I not right about that? Michael Murgan's Christmas music starts at the 1 o'clock Friday on Super Talk? Yes, and we'll go all the way through Christmas at 11.59.59. Christmas music 24-7. Really? Yes. Right. That's awesome. It's a Mississippi Christmas with Steve Azar. All right. That'll be on all Super Talk stations, obviously including the Eagle Hour stations. Monday, we will be off for Christmas, but we're going to uh, bring you the uh, great interview we had uh, earlier this week with football coach Will Hall about the season and the bowl game. And uh, then we'll be back uh, Tuesday of next week. Uh, Right now, Rick Cleveland joining us Thursday for a year-end wrap-up. We're going to look forward to that. But Christmas music for – so how many hours is that, Michael, from Friday to when? We're so unbelievably lazy. That's all it is. Is we no, no one wants to work over the holiday. So hey, let's put Christmas music on. No, it, what it what it means is is that it's appropriate with the weather that's coming in. And so yeah, all these true. songs that never apply to us, we can actually say it is a winter wonderland yeah. outside. Yeah. Let it not. Don't let it ice, but but let it be cold. What is the latest there, Michael? I know you keep up with the weather for us as well. It's just going to be really cold uh, tomorrow, looking at highs only in the 20s, lows in the teens. But as for snow, which I saw another post today from a local, I'm doing air quotes, can't see it, uh, amateur meteorologist that uh, insists we're going to see snow, but there is absolutely no precipitation in our forecast. It's going to, like, when you look at this afternoon, so right now it's, uh, what is this, about 57, 56, something like that. Uh, between 4 or 5 p.m. and midnight, the temperature is going to drop about 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's going to rain from you know 5 to 8, and then the wind's going to start picking up. You, you know when those fronts come through, how sometimes on the other side it'll just be crazy windy. Uh, wind will get up around midnight to about 20 miles an hour. It'll continue to drop, and when everybody wakes up in the morning at 6 or 7 a.m., it's going to be a balmy 16 degrees. Wow. In South Mississippi. At a high of 20 degrees. Is that right? I better make sure my dog gets his business done the night before because I guarantee no he's not going out. He's going to call him to the door and he's going to turn right back around, jump in bed. Yeah, up in, up in Laurel tomorrow, it's going to be a high of 27. And then, I mean, when you look at it, though, you know, a low on Christmas Eve of 19, a low on Christmas Day of, of 19, a high of 40. It's going to be mostly sunny that day. So, yeah, mm. back, back to the point. All these songs that y'all are going to be playing, it's not lazy. You're, you're just allowing us to experience with the weather what we would never experience otherwise. That's true. It's, it's Super Talk's Christmas gift to you. <laughs> so, um, Bob, talking about bowl games, uh, I, I looked it up during the break. So, obviously, four down, three to go. And just to recap, Conference USA right now, three and one. Back on the last Friday, Troy, our champion, um, defeated uh, UTSA, Conference USA champion. So, even though South Al got beat by Western Kentucky, Sunbelt's already had the final say with the champion beating the champion, 18-12. to 12. That was in the Cure Bowl down in Orlando. Of course, Saturday, Golden Eagles knocked off Rice, uh, 38-24 in the Lending Tree Bowl. Monday, Marshall defeated UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl over in South Carolina. Last night, Western Kentucky defeats South Al, 44-23. Tomorrow at 2 in the Independence Bowl, uh, Louisiana takes on Houston. Houston seven and five, uh, Louisiana six and six, and then you got to wait till after Christmas. Two games on Tuesday, uh, the twenty seventh. Georgia Southern takes on Buffalo in the Camellia Bowl, 
And then later on that day, Coastal Carolina takes on East Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. There we go. All right, we're at Ramey Motors. Uh, the guys are down there, and our guest is a little delayed in getting there. I think they're all busy with customers. They're busy. They're yeah. busy. But you guys, look, you guys look around and tell our listening audience of what you see at Ramey Motors, and you indicated that they had a lot of new stuff since we were down there last month. So I mentioned the corn, and just a minute ago, Michael could see it, but there was a noise in the background. It's because they brought in a forklift, and a forklift put down all this corn. Of course, it's what guys do with their, their deer. Uh, but we had we had four-wheelers being driven through here. Michael, there's there's like camouflage in front of us, stuff that you maybe don't see. They have ammunition over there behind the parts counter. Uh, but but a lot of stuff typically, you know, that we don't see when we come in here in the holidays. And toy versions of Husqvarna equipment. You got a kid's Suzuki four-wheeler. Uh, it's something for everybody. In fact, I hope my daughter doesn't see that four-wheeler because she likes the real <laughs> size that one. Would be, so. a, a four-wheeler would be perfect You missed for it. Oh, no, you completely right. missed it. So, so Piper, Piper was our special guest on the Eagle Hour last <laughs> Not week. Not by choice. That and, was by – And Michael yeah. needed – I mean, she was – she didn't grab a mic or anything. But she Michael tried. needed like 10, 10 arms to produce and, and corral because <laughs> Kelly offered no help at all. No. No, he was uh, – exacerbating the problem actually he was, he was encouraging it he was yeah, but yeah. they got uh with the cold weather coming obviously um you know guys thinking about deer hunting they got the little buddy heaters which are great for shooting houses right behind michael here at the front of the store tons of the 16 out propane uh coleman single cans you know that you hook to those uh but but there's just so much if if you know we look outside and one thing that, that Tony and I talked about last time is, is they've started to get campers. They started to get RVs. Uh, we picked you out that one. I think it was running right at, you know, 120 or so, Bob. But uh, mm-hmm. but Tony will give you a good deal on it. I know he will. Like the new camper. Gravely mowers are out. I've got a 2020 model that I bought here from Ramy Motors. Um, and and the, these, these 2022, 2023 ones are, are really nice. Four-wheelers out. Of course, they sell Hondas here. That's the best ATVs uh, you can buy. So, Lots of lots of big stuff, and of course uh, they're 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 open till till late. And I should mention also parts and service because I brought my truck in. Um, they put a brand new set of tires on me, and and uh, one of my tire sensors went out, and so Dustin and the whole crew are fixing that back there. So I, you you just can sit here and talk about everything they have, Michael. They have a whole yeah. And let me tell you another a, a great Christmas gift, and, and I I didn't buy it as a Christmas gift, but I bought a Honda generator down there a couple of years ago when we were being threatened with a hurricane, and I'd been through a couple of generators that you know if you set them up for a while, you tried to crank them, they're not going to crank. I can leave my Honda generator sitting in the garage for two or three months. I can go turn it on, pull it. And the second time, every time, it cranks. I just don't believe you can buy a better generator than a Honda, and they sell a lot of those at Ramey Motors as well. Dan, let's do a public service announcement that we are headed into this cold weather. Do not use a propane heater indoors or a generator if your power goes out for whatever reason. Just a a quick reminder, because it never fails. You see those news stories after a a cold front like this, people just not, not thinking like that. And you being from up north, um, the other thing people don't think about is because the, there's a great difference between warming your car up on a 45-degree morning mm-hmm. and a 15-degree morning. Yes. And so, you, you obviously, you need to let it run a lot because you're under freezing. You, you want the oil, you know, to, uh, to circulate right. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, leave it, leave it running double, 
you know what you would. I I don't. I'm not a mechanic, but uh, I was reading over the weekend because that's what I'll do. I'll just run out there. Ah, I'm a big deal. For crank up, but when it gets under freezing, you can have some big engine problems as well. And if you're not going anywhere because it is so cold, your vehicle's going to be sitting a while. Perhaps you have an older battery. You need to go out and just run it for a while. Keep that battery charged because this cold air will just drain the heck out of battery. So do you just do you laugh at people like me that? That you know have lived the majority of our life. I mean, I've been I've been in some very cold places in my life, but I mean, twenty degrees in Illinois, it's nothing, right? Yeah, it's still something. And here's the thing: it doesn't matter how long the summer is. People seem to forget what the cold weather is like once it starts. In fact, as soon as they had the first snowfalls up north, I'll watch the traffic cameras up there, and there's people in ditches, and because everyone just gets for lack of a better term, stupid for a short period of time when it's all warm and that. Yeah. And when it starts getting cold, people are like, oh, what do we do again? Whether you grow up around it or not. So it's. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the cold here is a lot worse than up there because we tend to factor more humidity into uh, it. Yeah. And the cold here just sticks on you. You get inside, it's tough to get warm. Up there, it's more dry, so it doesn't necessarily... You know it's cold. Yeah. But it's not hanging on you for very long. So, and I've had people from up in Alaska come down here and say, "Yeah, this is the coldest I've ever felt." Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. And, and one other yeah, thing, very hardy here. If I can throw this in there, guys, and I shouldn't even have to say this, but for God's sakes, please bring your pets inside. Don't don't leave them out yes. in a doghouse. I I was driving uh, between a uh, seminary and uh, Summerall yesterday on my way back home from working, and. Uh, there's an area up there where you there's some pens you can tell have been built, and the, I guess these are hunting dogs that they have, and they have some plastic barrels cut out, and and that's the dog house. I worry about animals like that. You know, you got to bring these animals inside when it's as cold as it is. And I know both of you guys uh, have animals that uh, that you love. I'm sure you agree with me. Please bring them inside uh, over the next few nights. Mine was begging this morning because I didn't give her. Uh, half of my toast that i that i ate for breakfast one of the guys down here at ramey's she she's not here today but he's got a little old black lab and she's got a pen in here and, mm. and have, yeah obviously take take yeah. care of yeah. take care of them for sure I, I was talking to ford ramey here a minute ago and just telling him how much we appreciate their sponsorship of the eagle hour and he wanted me to share anything he didn't go to products he didn't go to yeah we got this deal going on he just said everybody out there to wish uh all of our listeners, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good That's stuff. the dudes down here at, at Ramey's. Great guys at Ramey Motors. We just absolutely love our relationship with Ramey Motors. All right, John Sandler is the play-by-play voice of the UNLV Running Rebels. And by the way, Luke, uh, I know you, Nola wanted your toast. I, I do want you to know radio enjoyed scrambled eggs and bacon along with me this morning for breakfast. So uh got to take care of your best friends, am I right? Yeah, I'd already taken care of her. She had ate a nice big breakfast, but she did get treats after the fact. Luckily, mine has stomach issues, very sensitive, so he can only eat kibble, so it works. (laughs) That's good. We'll be back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us. Wherever you're tuned in around the state this afternoon, online, we're glad to have you. Remember, you can hear the 
Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast anytime you like on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. The segment is sponsored as it is every day by Four Street Bar and Grill. And a quick reminder that the UNLV Southern Miss basketball game will be available tonight at Fourth Street. They're going to tip it off at nine o'clock Central Standard Time. Also, want to remind you that. Uh, Fourth Street will be open on Christmas Eve, and they'll even open at 5 p.m. on Christmas Day. So if you want to uh, maybe get a break, you can always go to Fourth Street. If you want to watch the game tonight, uh, it will be available uh, at the bar. All right, John Sandler is the play-by-play voice of the UNLV Running Rebels, and that's who the Gold Eagles will be facing tonight. In what is a really intriguing game, UNLV 10-1 and on the season, having lost only one game to San Francisco uh, Southern Miss 11-1, and one, having lost one game at the buzzer to Northwestern State. John, on paper, this looks like a pretty exciting matchup, and I think uh, once they get on the floor, we'll probably see the same thing, a really competitive and good basketball game. I, I really agree with you. It's, it's kind of remarkable how similar these teams are, at least on paper and stats. Um, you know, I haven't seen a lot of the Golden Eagles play this year, but uh, certainly – um, you know, a couple of guys uh, having great seasons with Haas and Crowley, and then uh, a team that looks to rely on its ability to turn the opposition over, which is exactly what the Run and Rebels have done this year. Yeah. Uh, Golden Eagles are off to the best start in a long time here. And uh, the Golden Eagles do score. They do score off turnovers. They score a lot of points in the paint. I understand, though, that UNLV really gets a lot of production out of its guards. Is that correct? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a guard-dominated lineup for the Runner Rebels uh, in terms of, of, of scoring. They'll have three, sometimes four guards uh, on the floor, but, you know, that definition has, has, uh, has gotten a little bit blurry over the years. And, you know, you list uh, a guy like Luis Rodriguez as a guard, um, you know, the old Miss transfer who some of you might be familiar with. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a guard, but he's, Six five, six six, and you know, as powerful and athletic as you're going to find anywhere in the country. And so, uh, to to think that he, that he's a guard is a, maybe a little bit of a misnomer. Right. All right. Look, get it here with John. Hey, John. Thanks so much for coming on. I totally agree. You're looking at these two teams. Southern Miss averaging 80 points a game. Uh, UNLV averaging uh, 78 and a half a game. Really, the only difference that I can find really anywhere is kind of in the turnover margin. Golden Eagles forcing 17 a game. Both team averaging, you know, eleven points a game. What time? What type of defense has Coach Kruger's uh, team run this year? Oh, it's a it's a it's a man to man defense. They trap and and double team out of that defense. Um, they're very aggressive, and they have done a terrific job against against teams, with the exception of the San Francisco game, or I should say, the last three minutes of the San Francisco game because they had a nine point lead at that point, but. Um, They've, they've done a terrific job against teams who need to run half-court sets. They're pretty good at taking teams out of the, what they want to do or limiting them to just one or, or two options. Um, you know, they're not the biggest team, especially uh, with the injuries they've suffered. They're missing two two guys who, who really help out uh, down low with Cottrell, who's been out most of the year, and now Elijah Parquet. Who was an all-defensive player in the Pac-12 and and who really started the year kind of uh, as as the Rebels' best on-the-ball defender? He's out for a few weeks, and and they certainly missed him against San Francisco. But it's a, it's a it's a defense that just to use Coach Kruger's word, 
it's just annoying. Um, I tease him and say I'm going to change it from the runner rebels to the annoying rebels because he uses the word so often. But, <laughs> but uh, um, he, he really likes that. You know, Kevin was a point guard. Um, his dad, when he coached here and certainly everywhere uh, on, on his Hall of Fame career, um, he prided himself on having teams that were tough and, and defensive minded. And Kevin has has taken that and and put his own print on it. You know, looking at the matchups for tonight, uh, Felipe Hase, first year he's played at Southern Miss, but he's a leading scorer, averaging a little over 17 points a game. Pinkney for, for Southern Miss, 6'8", 6'9". So both of those guys, Hase at 6'9", 6'10", and Pinkney 6'8", 6'9". Who's your bigs? I'm looking, is it is it Muoka? David Muoka. Muoka will be the correctly. starting five. Yeah, yeah. David, uh, interesting guy from Hong Kong. Uh, fascinating kid. Um, but he's, he's a, he's a, a, you know, legit 6'10, 6'11 guy down low, um, who, when he is locked in, and, um, you know, take that for what it's worth, um, is a, is a very good defender and a versatile defender. Um, then his backup down low is, uh, Vic Iwako, who is a freak athlete and, um, just, just causes havoc out there. Now, sometimes he's, He's like a, a giant puppy running around bumping into things, but uh, but his athleticism <laughs> is pretty impressive, and and he, he can he can really disrupt disrupt some things uh, in the paint. But you know the rebels are undersized; they're a guard dominated team. Size from other teams has not really bothered them this year because they've been so effective at forcing turnovers and limiting the the easy access to the paint. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. You, you look at your schedule, of course, uh, started off 10-0, and just dropped one uh, five days ago against San Francisco. But some impressive wins early on. Uh, Dayton was in the top 25. You beat them. Um, you you uh, beat Minnesota um, by nine out of the Big Ten. And so uh, and, and I think uh, recently, before the San Francisco loss, you knocked off uh, Washington State. But uh, I, I guess for, for Southern Miss fans – and uh, what we've talked about with, with this team is that there, there's a lot of experience. Um, what kind of atmosphere, um, you know, can the Golden Eagles expect tonight? Well, you know, it, it, Vegas is a is a it's a tough sports town. Um, you know, this is a place built on sort of immediate gratification. You push a button or pull a lever and find out whether you win or lose uh, right away. And so, uh, you know, the Rebels and, and the program has been a little bit down, and, and Kevin Kruger and his staff are, are doing a good job bringing fans back. But, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, the atmosphere uh, last game out, last home game out, we played Washington State over at the MGM. Last home game um, against against San Francisco, the atmosphere was terrific. Uh, the fans were really into it, and it was a, a bit of a surprise that the Rebels lost that game. Certainly, uh, blowing a nine-point lead late, but um, but you know, it's it, the Thomas and Max a big building. It seats eighteen thousand, and and if they're only you know five, six, seven thousand in there, even even if, if you get to five or six thousand, it starts to get loud. Um, we'll just see. I don't know how the holiday is going to affect things or what, but uh, the town is beginning to pay attention to the runner rebels again after after kind of ignoring them for a few years. And the, you know, remember, the landscape out here has changed dramatically. You know, back in the heyday, the runner rebels were it. Now you've got you know NHL hockey and and NFL football in town, and yeah. you know it, it, it tends to take people's attention. Yeah, that was that was going to be my next question to you. How how is the complexion of uh college athletics changed in your area since the Raiders moved there? Um, the Raiders haven't had as much of an impact other than just sucking the life out of any media 
coverage. Um, you know that that it's it's you know the NFL is is the eight thousand pound gorilla um, in terms of of that. It's it's more been the success of the hockey team um, huh. that because they were able to win early and often. Um, you know the town kind of the bandwagon got got real full, and you know you get people saying, "Well, why can't this team or that team, including the Rebels, um, entertain us the way the hockey team does?" Because they put on quite the show. And and you know, um, look, the NHL is the perfect sport for Las Vegas: nonstop violent action for twenty minutes, and then go drink, and then go do it again, and then go do it again. So you know, uh, it, it's. It's ideal for Vegas, and as long as they win, they'll support them. If they if they don't, look uh, out. Another thing that's uh, that seems suitable for for Las Vegas: uh, Barry Odom, the brand new football coach, and Bobby Petrino, the offensive coordinator. How is uh, how's the uh, the new coaching staff uh, been accepted there in, in Las Vegas? Uh, there's there's certainly uh, to put it kindly a wait and see attitude about running Rebel or. I shouldn't say runner rebel because the basketball team is the runner rebel. Uh, about rebel football, it has been a program that has been down for so long. Um, you know, everybody's hopeful that Coach Odom will come in and 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 work some magic. Um, the hire of Coach Petrino, you know, everybody has their opinion on it. Let's just leave it at that. He's a good he's a good offensive football coach. Everybody recognizes. No, no doubt about that. Right. No question. And they're they're very hopeful that he'll be able to light a fire under. Well, look, we really appreciate you coming on our show. I'm still having a little trouble wrapping my head around ice hockey in the middle of the desert. But you Trust say me. that's working out pretty well, right, John? As long as they – look, it, again, 20 minutes of nonstop violent action followed by a drinking period and then go do it again. <laughs> Perfect for Vegas. Look, when they had an IHL team, they had me for a little while as the expert color commentator. I'm from L.A. I used to say things like, boy, that's got to be hard to do on skates. <laughs> John, we uh, we really appreciate you uh, coming on the program and uh, look forward to a great basketball game tonight. Merry Christmas to you, and thank you again, sir. Thank you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. And, uh, should be fun tonight. All right. John Sandler, everybody, play-by-play voice of the UNLV Running Rebels, who will take on the Golden Eagles tonight, 9 o'clock Central Time. You can see the game at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Back to Ramey Motors next. To the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back. I want to thank John Sandler, the play-by-play voice of UNLV basketball, for joining the uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour. This segment of the show is sponsored by D1D Bat. Still time to get your Christmas gift cards from D1 or D Bat that make a great, great present for a baseball or softball player on your list. Also, I want to thank Mobay Beignet Company for all they do. And uh, during the holidays, be sure you stop by, get a delicious uh, order of beignets. Go check out the corner where Luke ate six beignets in less than five minutes. It's a 
Very historic. Less than three minutes. Come Less on. than three minutes. I'm sorry, Luke. Forgive Get me. Get it right. Man, I'm sorry. Uh, Dakota's joining us. Uh, Dakota's never eaten six beignets in three minutes, but uh, we're always glad to have you on the Eagle <laughs> Hour. <laughs> you can do it, though. I can do it. There ain't no doubt I can do it for sure. And uh, before we Cafe get into Demond, it, Dakota. I could swash that. Before we get into it, let me just say, on behalf of all of us, thank you and, and all the uh, ownership and management down there at Ramey Motors. Y'all have us down there every month. We always look forward to it, and uh, we appreciate the, all of you all of you guys down there a great deal. So I hear you've been like just – you described how busy you were. Tell me how busy you were, and then we'll let Luke and Michael get in here. So it's a Purvis term, by the way. Yeah, and we were busy. It was like old cutworm. Like, like, you know, when you're fishing, you cut that worm up, how, how he goes crazy. That's basically what we've been today. We, y'all, we got 25 Honda four-wheelers for the first time in three years at one time. Really? Yesterday. Wow. Nobody from PETA listens to our show anyway, so the worm <laughs> comment will go unnoticed. <laughs> Say that again. You had what? 25 Honda ATVs show up yesterday. How that's many? the first time that's happened in almost three years. And how many? Yeah, it's because I saw them outside. Yeah, how many have you sold? Uh, 17. Wow. <laughs> People's been waiting on them, and it's just boom, 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 boom. That's awesome. Going like, I mean, it's, that's what we've been doing this morning, just running around crazy, um, trying to get them all wrapped up, and then tomorrow. Oof. It's tomorrow the, the crazy day? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be crazy, and I don't know if people's going to get out. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get out. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be look like the Michelin man walking around. Yeah. What about this corn that got brought in from behind? Because you had corn, and then all these pallets, more oh, pallets dude, showed we, up. That's one thing we hit hard this year that we've never done. We went with wildlife feed. We got you know food plot mixes. We got rice bran, corn, and I mean we're ten dollars bag of corn for a fifty pound bag. Everybody else usually thirteen to fourteen ninety nine. Y'all know how we do. Stack it deep, right. sell it cheap. Um, we got mo bucks, not a mo bucks. It's actually called Buck Plus. It's got soybeans, uh, rice bran, molasses, and corn, and it. it sells really well. Rice bran always does good. We got ryegrass, things of that nature, and because nobody in here hunts, there, no, there's no I mean, mounted it, animals it, anywhere. There's so much ivory on these walls right now. It ain't even. Funny. I do want to commend you on basically everything you have hunting related. Camo and apparel is browning, so I wanted to applaud you. On oh, that. Yeah. I know you had nothing to do with that. Yeah, I mean that's how me and Luke met was through through guns, and you know down there. Too, Luke. I don't know if you look, but dude, we are like full line ammo. Dude. Yeah, now we got it all. I mean, we got it from twenty-two all the way up to three hundred Weatherby mag. And if we don't got it, and you want to, you know, within a week's time, we can usually get what you want. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been really good. Our sporting goods. We got outdoor edge knives over there. Um, I think we're going to try to pick up another brand of coolers next year. Probably going to go with Orca just to have somebody on board, yeah. just to have uh, for all of our bay boat sales and things of that nature. I hit these later, but guys that are going hunting this weekend, if somebody wanted to grab a last minute present, those little buddy heaters are, are champs. Oh, dude, they're awesome. You got the little bitty one that can you know stuff in your backpack pretty easy, or you got the big one like I always tote with me. Super warm. You know, you can get about six hours out of a propane bottle on high. Because, I mean, who runs them on low? So, so Michael has an energetic daughter named Piper. I mean, she needs... Piper Piper. She needs this uh, this Honda dirt bike or this uh, this kid's ATV in front of the Christmas tree. Piper would look really good on the four-wheeler. She would love it. She yeah. loves four-wheelers. And the thing about it is you can really make it to where when she presses it all the way, it just, like, you can walk beside her. You can make it do two miles an hour or 20. That's the best thing about it. 20 those. would be good. Yeah. <laughs> so long. Have fun. See you. In the parking lot, uh, campers now. Campers, man, that's been something huge here lately, man. We have got motorhomes. 
You know, traditionally not the big diesel ones yet. You know, I think Class A's are what we're carrying for the most part right now. Probably have seven or eight of those in stock. And Apex Nanos by Coachman. Uh, those have been doing really well for us. We got them from your weekend warrior guys that just want to pull up behind their little Toyota Tacoma, or we got the big ones, you know, take a one-ton to pull yep. and go cross-country. So Tony and them guys over there has been doing really well with those. Real quick, two games to pick. Tonight, the uh, Armed Forces Bowl, Baylor, 6-6 six and six against Air Force, 9-3. and three. Don't bet against the military. No, I'm, I'm Air Force all the way. Michael? Air Force. Bob? Yes, I'm in the blue with the Air Force. We're all the chair force, so that rhymes with Air Force, so we'll go with that. Right. NFL, Logan Cook of South Mississippi, and the, the resurging Jaguars up in New York taking on the Jets. I'm going to go with the Jags. <sighs> I was going to say Jets, but no, I have to go Jags. I, Bob? I think the Jets are going to bounce back. Jets are pretty tough. Columbia's own Logan Cook, 50.6-yard average this year. Got snubbed wow. to the Pro Bowl today. Wow. I'm going to go with the Jags. Wow. Dakota, Merry Christmas to y'all, man. Thanks for all that you do for the Eagle yes. Hour. Hey, we appreciate y'all guys. Looking forward to next year. Merry Christmas, Dakota. Merry Christmas, Bob. All right, guys. We'll be back uh, Tuesday. We'll be off uh, tomorrow, off Monday. We hope everybody has a wonderful, happy, and safe Christmas. We thank you so very much for uh being a part of our show all year. Merry Christmas to everybody back Tuesday. And until then, Merry Christmas and Southern Miss to the top. Mississippi Media Production.